You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 363. When you're willing to have awkward conversations and put yourself out there, it wasn't easy. I can tell you right now, we can ask Martine this question, but I guarantee you it wasn't easy for her to walk down to the department and get rejected a few times and then say no and then keep showing up looking like an idiot. It's because she doesn't care what people think about her and she built, she had awkward conversations. That's what the 1% does. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. All right, guys, we've got an amazing guest, my favorite guest, my favorite rhino of all time. We are going to go on a great adventure. Her name is Martine Jackson, and everyone says, why is she your favorite rhino, Tom? And I will tell you the reason, because I say this no matter where I go. As a matter of fact, I was just in a meeting in Birmingham, Alabama, I believe. I could be wrong about that, but I was in Birmingham, Alabama, and I talked about my most favorite rhino, Martine Jackson. She is a rock star, and the reason is, is because before she came into the tribe to be a rhino, she actually did five deals on her own by listening to this podcast, the one you're listening to right now. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. If you don't know what wholesaling is, Wholesaling is very simply the art of consistently finding discounted properties. That's all it is. It has nothing to do with your exit strategy. And if you can get good at finding discounted homes in your neighborhood or in another neighborhood, even virtually, you can find financial freedom very easily. Wholesaling is difficult and it takes grit and determination and money and perseverance and attention and focus and hard work and all that good stuff. But it's doable, it's possible, and I love it, and I'm excited about it. And I know my guest, Martine Jackson, also is excited about it. And we're going to be going over a deal today that she recently did. So I'm super excited about that. So Martine, you've been on the show several times, and uh, you're my favorite I, guest. My favorite guest. <laughs> and I would it's always uh, love a pleasure to be on this show. <laughs> it is a pleasure to have you on the show. So Let's deep dive, right? Let's jump in right away. Before we do, just tell the audience a little bit about yourself, but I know they really want the meat and potatoes of the deal and how they can follow your advice and do exactly what you did. But um, before we get started, can you just tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got started? Sure, sure, sure. So I started wholesaling probably like five years ago. And I was like in the weeds, trying to figure out what to do, trying things, wasn't working, try this, that didn't work, try this, it wouldn't work. Yeah. Until someone, they actually directed me to your podcast. They were like, have you heard of Wholesaling Inc? And I was like, what's Wholesaling Inc? Woo! So I started listening to the podcast and you were telling us what to do. And I was right. like, oh, say no more. <laughs> so I don't do whatever you said do. And I ended up getting five deals just from listening to that podcast, like listening to your podcast religiously. Awesome. And it really launched my uh, wholesale career because then you found out, you had me on the podcast, we were talking about the deals. Then I got added to the tribe and things really skyrocketed because I got to hang around people that were doing so much. 
So, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a little bit about me, but yeah, this podcast is the bomb. All right. I love it. And, and by the way, guys, and we'll, we usually save this for the end of the show, but Martine Jackson also has her own podcast that is definitely worth checking out. I was a, a guest on that podcast last season and it is a phenomenal podcast. It's called the do it movement, right? Or I want to make sure I got it yep. right. Awesome. It's the Do It Movement, but if you're looking it up, it's hashtag Do It Movement. So it's the Do It Movement podcast. We encourage people to take action. Massive and perfect action. Progress, That's not right. perfection. You guys, it's not about real estate. It's about just, <laughs> just hard work and finding those deals. Most people don't want to sell their houses, and they certainly don't want to sell them, even the ones who do, at your price. But right. they're out there, and they do exist, and it's all a numbers game. So it's more hard work than anything else. It's really more like a pawn shop than a real estate business. So we want to find out about your deal. So first of all, I know you sent your your paperwork in on this deal that we're going to review, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get this right out of the gate, right out and open, because I have I don't even know the answer to this question. How much did you make on this deal that we're going to be reviewing today? Twenty thousand dollars. Bring that bell. <laughs> <laughs> I have got to put that victory bell closer to my desk because I've got to reach too far to get it. I'm going to have it reinstalled. I've got to get a handyman here today. But $20,000 is a life-changing amount of money. And I want to know how you did it so that anyone listening can do it. And I am super impressed by you on every single conversation we have. So let's talk about this deal. So my first question is, how did you find the seller who wanted to sell at a discount in exchange for speed and convenience? So what we did was we sent a text blast and I believe this was to the waterless. So people that have been, their water's been shut off. We sent a text blast to the seller. They were interested in selling. Um, acquisition manager got on the phone with them. Okay, so wait, wait, was- hold on. We already have liquid gold from Martin Jackson. This is why, guys. This is why. <laughs> so first of all, text blast, water list. What the heck are we talking about? What is that? So first of all, what is a text blast? Are you using a service? What is the message that you're sending to these sellers to get them to call you? Tell me, first of all, let's focus first on the text blast. First of all, let's go all the way back to the beginning. How did you get the seller's phone number? That's my first question. Uh, that's good. That's a good question. Bam. Okay. So um, basically we got a water list from the city of people that had their water shut off within a certain amount of time. And we took that list. Well, let me ask you this, because I I hate to keep interrupting you, but I know there's a lot of people listening and they're going to have this question. And by the way, guys, every single listener of the show, I never asked for this. Every single listener owes us a five-star rating and a review, a written review. The moment you are done listening to this episode, because this is liquid gold. So I expect every single one of you to be an abundance mindset, a go-giver, and to rate and to review this podcast the moment you are done listening. Or actually, I would go one step further, hit the pause button right now and go and do it because in order to receive, you have to give, right? And I never ask for this. Yeah, we, we have like millions and millions of downloads and like, I think like 600 reviews. Come on, guys, who's going to be a go-giver right now? So, okay. Back to topic. Here's what I've got. So hit the pause button. I'm counting on you guys. Where is, let's talk about this water turnoff list. A lot of rhinos in the tribe, they always say the the list that we're talking about, guys, one of the hottest lists right now are people who have their water turned off for lack of payment. So they're not paying their water bill. The water gets shut off. How did you actually get that list? I mean, I want details here because everyone in the tribe always says to me, Tom, that list is so hard to get. 
which by the way, a hard list to get means more money, more profit. How did you actually, yeah. How did you get the list? Let's talk about that. So basically I developed relationships with people in public utilities. I showed them how I could add some value to them. And in return, I asked if it was okay if they'd send me a water shutoff list. So we were successfully able to get that, but it takes, I mean, it takes perseverance. You're not going to get it the first time. You have to keep asking or you have to really build a good relationship with somebody to get it. So let's get even a little bit more specific. Are we talking about people in the office or people in the field actually turning the water off? People in the office. Yeah. I mean, guys, you know, Martine Jackson is successful. She has, she is a success. Why? Mm -hmm. It's because she built rapport with the people who can get her the information that she needs Mm -hmm. to get her hands on. So, you know, I'm just, I know it sounds so simple, but everyone should really rewind this podcast 30 seconds and listen to what she is saying, because when you're willing to have awkward conversations and put yourself Mm -hmm. out there, it wasn't easy. I can tell you right now, we can ask Martine this question, but I guarantee you it wasn't easy for her to walk down to the department and get rejected a few times and then say no, and then keep showing up looking like an idiot. It's because she doesn't care what people think about her. And she built, she had awkward conversations. That's what the 1% does. So I don't want to harp on that, but Martine really I'm always impressed by you. Honestly, just such a rock star. So very cool. Well, yeah, you taught me what to do through your podcast because (laughs) I was already used to being rejected for cold violations. So this was nothing. (laughs) Oh, I'm with you. I get rejected all the time. Like since I've been born, I've been rejected like all throughout life. I love it. It built my, I have a thick rhino skin. So I love it. So all right, so so you go down there and you build a rapport with all these people and you get your hands on a list of people from the, was it the city, the county, the township, the municipality? Uh, it where, was the city. So, so at the city it was office. The city. Yeah, and, because it was in Richmond and Richmond, um, we're not in a county. Okay. So it was at the city. Beautiful. Okay, so now you get that list. Now it says, you know, John and Sally Smith and they had their water turned off. How the heck do you get their phone number? So what we do is because the way that you get any lists from the city, it's not in a marketing form. So you have to get someone to scrape those lists. And when I say scrape the list, I mean, you have to put it in a form where we can actually look up the telephone numbers. So like they may just give you all the parcel numbers or something like that. So you need to get either you or VA to go in and put the owner's first name, the owner's last name, the property address, and you have to separate it on Excel sheets, get the um, the mailing addresses. And once you have all of that information in there, then you can skip trace it. Okay. And love that. Uh, skip tracing. What does that mean? And who do you use? Right. So for skip tracing, um, that means that you're getting contact information for these homeowners, typically telephone numbers and email addresses. Um, I use Lead Sherpa to do skip tracing. I believe that you don't necessarily have to have an account with them to be able to skip trace. And it's 15 cent per hit. So meaning that if they don't have a telephone number for the person, they won't charge you for that. I love it. Uh, I'm a big fan of Lead Sherpa. And if you guys are listeners of the show, we actually have a, a program with them where we got you super, super awesome deals from directly from Lead Sherpa. I didn't know Martin Jackson here was going to say Lead Sherpa, but <laughs> I love Lead Sherpa. And yeah, I'll put this into the show notes so that you guys get the very, very, very best pricing and best deal possible from them if you're a, a listener of the show. So, okay, so you go ahead and you use the skip tracing software from Lead Sherpa. And mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming then, because I know Lee Sherpa, um, I'm assuming mm-hmm. that you then go from there and actually send the text message. That's correct. Okay. So this is the big, and you guys, again, and I hate to keep saying this, but you know, it's so <laughs> funny because 
you have other wholesalers in your market, but I just want you guys to realize this is what an abundance mindset looks like. This is what a go-giver is, is that, and I'm going out on a limb here, Martin, but you know, this is where you believe in collaboration and not competition. Otherwise she wouldn't be sharing this information with us. So (laughs) I mean, I love it. All right. So, (laughs) so um, I happen to know Lee Chirpa. So now tell me what the heck does the message, uh, what does the message say? I, I really like these questions because I think a lot of people, they, I know this is a sidebar, but a lot of people, we overcomplicate what we need to do, but it's very simple. Yeah. Um, the message we send, it just says, hey, I'm Martine, was looking for the owner of such and such address. Do I have the right person? That's okay. It. And are you noticing, <laughs> you No, know, I mean, that's beautiful. And do you, do you notice that you get a lot of text message and phone calls back or what happens at that point? Yes. Um, either they'll say, yeah, you have the right person or... Most people don't even say, well, what do you want? Like, if I were to ask that on the phone, people would probably be like, well, what do you want? Right. But on, they usually just say, yeah, or no, you have the wrong person. Um, but yeah, once they say yes, then we'll ask them if they're interested in selling. Okay. So let's talk about that a little bit. So on this particular deal, the seller texted back or called back? Text. Okay. And what do you do at that point? Do you call them or do you, what happens after that? Well, once we once they text back, we'll ask if they're interested in selling. Some people will say call them. Sometimes we'll initiate it. We'll see. It depends on what they're comfortable with. Some people are more comfortable with texting. But eventually, when we get to the point where we're agreeing at a, like a number, we're going to get on the phone with you. But we try to set an appointment to do that. Okay, got it. Okay, so, so now you get this basically introduction to the seller. My mm-hmm. question is, what was going on? So the water was turned off. We know that. What was happening mm-hmm. in the seller's life that they were interested in selling? Why did they decide to sell to you and not list it with an agent? Or what was going on where they wanted a cash offer? Tell me a little bit more about the parameters of the deal. And then I want to know what happened when you met with the seller. Yeah. So, oh, and the crazy thing, I've never met with the seller. Oh um, man, this is, you guys, this is why right here. Why is Martin Jackson my favorite rhino? She never even met with the seller. Oh my goodness gracious. All right. And if we want to get full disclosure here, I have a team in place now. So uh, they pretty much handled everything for me, to be honest. I just showed up to closing. Anyway, the situation the seller was going through was she had a lot of bills. Like I think she used to be a landlord because she had more than one property. Okay. And basically she had a lot of bills that were coming due soon and she just wanted to sell it fast because the the water was shut off because she had a tenant in there and I think it was a problem tenant and, you know, they stopped paying their water bill and she had all these other bills that she was incurring and she just wanted to close so she could pay, get rid of the headache from those other bills that she had. Okay. So essentially this was a tired landlord. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just taking a note here. So you put the property under contract. Did you actually close on the on the property, or did you assign it, or what was the exit strategy? Oh, for this one, I assigned it. So when I say show up, I mean I well, I get my checks um, wired to me now, but I really meant like show up to get the check. <laughs> okay. No. No. I, I. That's awesome. Okay. So so you put the property under contract. How many real estate investors with cash do you have on your list that would be interested in a contract like this? Oh, a ton, a yeah. ton. <laughs> I mean, like, like over, over 300. Yeah. Over 300. Okay. Go My ahead. list right now is probably close to like a thousand people. This is guys. One of the, would you say that wholesaling has given you financial freedom? 
Of course, yes. Yeah. Okay, I mean, because twenty thousand on one deal alone—that's that's insane. And and I'm sure that there are costs in there for lead Sherpa and other things. But I just want you guys to know one of the things that you'll notice with every single person on this show who feels like they've reached financial freedom or they are now, you know, their wings are spread out and they're just like soaring. They always do a few things that are. There's always a common thread. They're building a team. Always a common thread. So Martine already said that. They're always reading. What was the last book that you read, Martine? I'm reading How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I'm always and I'm reading um a Robert Kiyosaki book too. Um Retire Rich, Retire Young. So you guys, Martine and I, we we didn't have a pre-call before this podcast because I said, Hey, you know, you've already been on this show multiple times. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even ask her if she was a reader. This is another common thread. What's the third one? They always have a big list of people who are interested in real estate with cash. And the reason mm-hmm. is, is because the more people you have on that list fighting over your contract or when you buy the house and fighting over to buy it, the bigger your assignment fee or your profit margin will be every mm-hmm. single time. If you have a small, reliable, sometimes people with a small list will call it a reliable list of cash buyers. All that means is you are leaving a lot of cash on the table. Don't do that. So again, you know, Martine is just, you know, she checks every single box. I mean, there, there's nothing, you know, great about, and I mean this, Martine, in a, in a good way, right? But there's nothing like so special about her. It's like, oh, we always knew Martine was, no, she's just following simple rules, right? She's out of her own way. She figured out the system. She followed it. And that's it. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. So that's awesome. Which, by the way, the Kiyosaki book, what is the name of it? Retire, what was the name of that? I think it's Retire Young, Retire Rich, I believe is the name of it. I'm going to put that on here and I am going to Retire Rich. I'm going to put that on the show notes and I'll put a link to that. And the other one was <laughs> How to Win Friends, which is... Um, uh, I don't think I appreciated that book as much the first time I read it by Dale Carnegie. It's funny you should say that. I kind of feel the same way. Uh, the first time I read it, I kind of thought the book was actually like a little bit um, too methodical about the way you kind of manipulate people. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that doesn't really sit right in my belly. So I kind of moved on from it. But then I revisited it and I was like, no, it actually makes you more authentic if you follow. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, why didn't I pick this up the first time? <laughs> I, it's funny. We had exactly the same. I had exactly the same feeling in my belly. I was like, I didn't really like it. And I don't even think I finished it. I don't even think I finished it. And then I, I was like, oh no, this is actually a really good book. <laughs> so right, right. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, all right. So I am going to put in the show notes, is there anything that you want to leave for anyone who's listening to this in the show notes that can help somebody like a download, a script, a, like a, a, a things that you wish you would have known before you got started or stuff that is, is, is there anything you want to share with our audience that I can put into the show notes that would help them get started in wholesaling or do their next deal? The only thing I can think of is you just need to follow, like pick one person that is out here, you know, crushing it, killing it, and just like follow that person's journey. Meaning like, for instance, for Wholesaling Inc., I used to listen to it religiously and I used to pick up stuff from the podcast, but I was only listening to Wholesaling Inc. I wasn't listening to Bigger Pockets and this one and this one. I was just listening to one because... I can see how it can get confusing if people are doing different things. But if you're following one person that they're doing that thing and you just follow what they're doing, 
you can reach their success. That's what I would, uh, you know, I cannot overstate that enough. I totally, totally agree. It was the reason for my success because when I started, my brother was telling me exactly what to do. And because I was bankrupt and I was broke and I had creditors calling and all of that, what happened was he would tell me what to do and I had to learn how to get out of my own way. Instead of a lot of times Mm -hmm. what people do is they put the advice of their mentor through their, their filter through their own personal mm-hmm. filter and kind of pick what they're going to follow or they're listening to multiple sources. But right. I remember with Todd, when I, when I would do that, when my brother taught me how to do this business and how to wholesale, if I questioned him, if I, and he was much tougher on me than <laughs> I am on the students, right? But, but when he would question me, I, when I would question him, he would hang up on me and he wouldn't call me back for like three days. He would, you know, he was really <laughs> rough. He was like a drill sergeant or, you know, Mr. Miyagi Danielson. But I think right. learning how to submit so he, even mm-hmm. one of my friends and mentors, Oren Woodward, who is just, as a matter of fact, I have his book sitting on my desk right now. It's called The Financial Matrix. I'll put this book right. in the show notes. And um, he's just a dear friend. And he taught me this also. He said, be a leader, not a bleeder. Like there's paths that are cut out mm-hmm. already, um, but we have to learn right. how to submit to those paths. And when you start following multiple people, you keep cross crossing paths and it'll never get you there. So I agree with you. You're a rock star. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. And I am going to put a link to your podcast in the show notes. I'm going to put a link to Jason Nichols. Jason Nichols, a dear friend. So Lead Sherpa is a rock star service. And he gave our listeners a really sweet, sweet, sweetheart deal on uh, Lead Sherpa. So I'm going to put that in. I'll put How to Win Friends uh, book and the Retire uh, Early book from Robert Kiyosaki in the show notes. Martine, you're a rock star. What do you got going on for the rest of today? Anything exciting? It's still early. It's only not, it's it's only nine thirty in the morning. What what do you got going on today? <laughs> well, for me, um, one of my rental properties is vacant, so we're fixing it up so I can flip it and um, so I can sell it because it's too far. And then besides that, I'm I'm not doing a lot. I'll probably be working on my business some, but. How, how much do you? They're looking for deals. <laughs> how much do you owe on that property? Um, I owe two hundred thousand, and it's worth like it depends because it's in the country. It probably it's probably worth maybe like three twenty, but I plan on putting it on the market for two ninety nine because and I just want it to sell fast. What are you gonna do with the cash? That's a good question. Probably put it back into real estate. So if it's going to go back into real estate, I'm going to make a suggestion. So guys, this is where the coaching kicks in. Are you ready? All right. So here's my being a coach mode. I'm going to take off my wholesaling hat, my podcasting host hat. I'm going to put on my coaching hat. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here's what we go. Here's what I want you to do on this property. We're going to turn this, your investment. We're going to, we're going to give you like a, what's called like a financial garden, right? So when you have a financial garden, you're going to put money right into the stock market. You're going to put money into gold, right? Robert Kiyosaki, absolutely. Peter Schiff, right? All of the guys that have come before us, right? They know this. So a little bit of money should be in gold, in physical gold and either in, you know, at the bank vault or at a safe or whatever cash. And the stock market for sure and an index fund and also real estate. And the way we can save you a ton of money is, I suppose you've had that house for more than a year? I have, yes. Okay, so you're not going to pay short-term capital gains tax. You'll pay long-term. But what we can do is we won't pay any tax at all. So go out, mm-hmm. find a really great property that you can buy. You have 90 days to do this from the time the property sells. I think it's actually six months. I'll give you, and I'll put this in the show notes for everybody. I'll give you my 1031 guy. And what we'll do is we'll okay. sell the property. We'll put all the money into a 1031. So it, that means mm-hmm. that all that means is that the money, instead of going to you, it goes into your 1031. You don't touch it right. and you pay zero tax on it. Zero. 
Zero tax, right. right? So what you do is you then take all that money and we're going to roll it into another property. And here's the best thing. Well, you can either choose a property from your pipeline, which is a great idea. Or if you want, you can just actually go to find, find a market that you like. You're mm-hmm. in the, you know, in the middle of the East Coast. So there's tons of markets south and north of you. Probably south is a little bit better. Find a really great three bedroom, two bath home that is mm-hmm. worth more money than the home that you're selling and take mm-hmm. that cash and buy another home and don't pay one single penny in taxes legally. And then that money, all that money that you would have spent in taxes is now going to be generating. It's going to be giving you what we call compound interest. Bam! Right. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> yeah, that is going to be that. awesome. So that's how you're going to create like legacy wealth for you and your loved ones. And that is going to give you a, a much higher ROI because you're going to be able to put that money down instead of, you know, paying taxes on it. You can lower your month. So it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to work out really, really well for you. So I would suggest uh, Julie and I are in the midst of doing that right now because we're relocating all of our Florida rentals into another location. Um, So we're 1031 exchanging all of them. Take that money, 1031 exchange. I'll send you a personal text message right now, but I'll also put it in the show notes for all of our listeners. And uh, okay. I think it's a great idea. You, this way you're going to go uh, from wealthy to uber wealthy. Bam, yeah, bam. I like that. I like that. Thanks, Tom. I Absolutely. appreciate it. We're going to do it. I love it. And then we'll do a follow-up <laughs> show. And you know what we'll do is we will talk about that transition. So make sure, have all your KPIs from what you're doing right now. And you're, remember like what Kiyosaki, the way he teaches us how to measure our net worth, right? And then what we'll do is we'll do another net worth. We'll do a show and we'll actually, we'll compare your net worth as it is right now with that property to how much your net worth went up when you 1031 did. And we'll see, like we will literally move the peg from like, oh, like millionaire to multimillionaire. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So, all right. So I'm going to send that to you. I'll put in the show notes. You're a rock star. Thank you so much. I'm humbled and honored to have you on this show and I will have you on again because you're going to be our number one guest. I have no doubt. You already are. So very cool. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I love being on this show. Well, we appreciate you and you're a rock star and thank you for being a go-giver. And guys, I'm going to hold this to you. I am holding you. Everyone who does this is going to get like, I'm telling you, I have a good feeling. You've got to rate and review this podcast. It's your obligation. If you're listening, we're not asking you for any money. This information is gold. It could change your life. Rate and review the podcast, please, today, right now. All right, guys, enjoy the day. That was Martine Jackson. She's a rock star. I'm going to put her podcast in the show notes. Martine, thank you so much. I appreciate your time today. All right. Thank you. All right. God bless. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, partner. All right. Bye. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.